0: Welcome to Five Star Weekly. Banged up, bruised, and embarrassed. What can LA United do to weather this monsoon of suck? Let's get into all that and more coming up. Welcome to the show, Five Star Fam. I'm AJ. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. This segment is sponsored by Thinking Man Tavern, a cozy Decatur neighborhood pub. Grab a tasty beverage from a wide variety of selections and a plate of something delicious from the menu to go. Check out Thinking Man Tavern. Shark fam, here's your opportunity to support the work with voluntary pledges on Patreon. We have a lot of fun tiers on there, so join us for some tasty things going on in the future. But uh, obviously, you know, hopefully Alien United starts to do better as well in order for fun things to happen. But, uh, you know, hopefully it does very soon. But guys, yes, let's talk about that Chicago Fire match. It's, uh, yeah, it's a tough time to be an Atlanta United fan right now. It is, uh, yeah, you know, the 3-0 loss hurts a lot, it's a team that is down there in the dredges in the East, and we couldn't beat them. We now are equal on wins with Chicago Fire. Uh, not exactly a banner uh, thing that you really want as a stat as well, but yeah, uh, I think going in, you kind of know that you know with all the starters and all the players that are injured, uh, our squad depth has just been depleted. Santiago Sosa, not available. Jürgen Dahm, of course, not available. Jose Martinez, also, of course, not available. Amongst many of the players that uh, basically you know, are either lacking match fitness or are injured. Uh, and then you have Ezekiel Barco just coming back. Uh, and then about to go on to international duty again. It's just like uh, one of those things, right? But, uh, yeah, you know, you essentially have a pretty kind of even match uh, through the beginning and about 20-some-odd minutes, but then the scoring is opened up, and, yeah, it's just errors strewn about through all of their goals uh, for the Chicago Fire. It's, yeah, LA United are not covering themselves in glory here. Um, just too many too many instances of this where, you know, an error or two and it leads to our undoing. It's you know, one unlucky, but also kind of symptomatic of how poorly we're playing. That's essentially, you know, any chances that we create, we're not putting in the back of the net. And when you don't put the ball in the back of the net, your mistakes if they're punished, well, they're even more glaring. And so it's also, yeah, Chicago has been a house of horrors. Uh, no matter if it's Soldier Field or any other Chicago Fire uh, home stadium, it's basically we look drab every single time we uh, yeah, travel to play Chicago. And for that, that's, uh, yeah, you know, it's a pattern possibly or it's just bad luck. Either way, uh, you know, you start to question not only, uh, I think, you know, the players on the pitch, but definitely the front office and the people who put this team together. Uh, now, there are some people that might be saying, uh, Gabriel Hainsey, uh, what's going on here? We have uh, a ton of possession, but we're doing nothing with it. Uh, but it is also, you know, he's trying to bed these players into his system, but With each passing week, you essentially have fewer and fewer players. So, you know, uh, these players that are supposed to be those starters, uh, I mean, through what he says is his fault as well, uh, and his responsibility, rather, that, uh, yeah, he basically hasn't rotated very much. And Santiago Sosa, uh, obviously one of those players that uh, he said, well, he couldn't recover in time. And, uh, I mean we are just maybe two weeks in from the international break and, you know, Sosa is uh, kind of wearing down a little bit. Uh, I think it's, yeah, he's played more minutes in his entire career already, Uh, you know, in the 11 games uh, in MLS and then, of course, some of the Champions League matches as well. So, uh, yeah, he's definitely relying on his guys and I think you're seeing now, unfortunately, uh, you know, there is you know, some wear and tear and fatigue that inevitably will happen. But, um, yeah, getting into those goals if we want to, I mean, I'm going to speed through these, but, uh, essentially, yeah, that first goal, um, uh, yeah, uh, Alvaro Medran, their, uh, you know, Chicago Fire midfielder, he, uh, sliced through the midfield. He, uh, you know, he fed Aliceta, uh, near the top of the edge of the box. And basically, yeah, Mo Adams a little late, uh, tried to make a diving effort. But it's, uh yeah, it's poor marking. It's also uh, a lack of awareness. I mean, you have a brand new midfield in Mo Adams and Tyler Wolf as well. Uh, never have worked together in, a, in an actual real-life match. And so, uh, you know, I think that's what you're going to get, definitely, uh, unfortunately, especially with a young kid and a guy that just came back from hernia surgery uh, to start his first match. It's definitely, it's tough times right now. But uh, then that second goal right uh, in the stoppage time minutes in the first half. Miguel Navarro intercepted an attempted clearance. uh, And yeah, they uh, find Aliceta again at the edge of the box. And uh, yeah, he puts a right foot through that ball. And yeah, it's it's the second goal. And it's uh, annoying as ever. I mean, very defeating because it looks like... One goal is enough to beat Atlanta United right now. We definitely uh, look very dire in front of goal. But, and then uh, you get into the 58th minute, and they pretty much just put this to bed. Uh, It was 3-0 because of an errant ball that was kind of a little hopeful from Anton Walks, who hasn't put many feet wrong uh, throughout this season, but uh, unfortunately is... uh, pretty much, I think, uh, at fault here for, uh, you know, giving an er- errant ball away, uh, and then Frankowski, yeah, he dribbles into the penalty area, and then he beats Braguzan with a shot uh, into the far post, and so it's just one of those, uh, the mistakes are doing us in, and we just don't have any margins for error, and it's absolutely brutal. But, uh, yeah, there are some uh, slight bright spots uh, I definitely think that when Machop Chol came in, when Jackson Conway came came in, we looked brighter. We were creating more chances, and there was definitely, I believe, a Chol chance uh, uh, pretty late on, but also you know a decent chance that could have been put away. You know, would have loved to see that for the homegrown. Uh, also, Ronald Hernandez made his MLS debut, and uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, Hansi did say that Wolf and Adams may be uh, kind of the midfield going forward. So we'll see if that is the case. Um, maybe he might offer a little bit more experience as Marcelino Moreno did come off from the bench. And with Ezekiel uh, Barco, you know, definitely not. Um, well, you know, he's got international duty, you know, coming up with Argentina U23s in the Olympics. So, you know, it's going to be, uh, all hands on deck, so, yeah, homegrowns, maybe some twos players. Uh, it's going to be quite a uh, makeshift lineup for sure. Uh, Mikey Ambrose also made his season debut, and so, yeah, I think we'll see him a lot more going forward uh, because of George Bello. But, yeah, I mean, when you just have the likes of Santiago Sosa, uh, Franco Ibarra, Jurgen Dom, Alan Franco... Emerson Hyndman and Mateus Osetu missing from the match due to injury, and then Joseph Martinez uh, due to fitness was not available. I mean, it's going to be just, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a shambles. But uh, on to the post-match quotes. Gabriel say he did mention that, uh, yeah, these offensive struggles uh, and how he is going to think about how to fix the solution. He says, I'm going to repeat the thing that I've said before, I think we need to create more chances. Right now we're creating some, but we need to create more. We need to get more through passes. We need to try to beat the last line. Of course, we're worried about three games without scoring, but the only way I know it is to keep working. And uh, on if he's going to change anything, he said, no, I'm going to change. I'm not going to change anything. I'm going to fix what we did bad. I'm going to keep insisting on what we are doing well. Always following the same ideas, same philosophy that I have with my teams. I know that this is the, uh, this in the games you say, but I'm not going to change and leave this path. And so, yeah, I mean, do you guys agree with Gabriel Hainsey? Uh how, how would you grade his performance so far throughout the season? And granted, yes, all these caveats with the injuries without Joseph Martinez for a good chunk. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's tough, but let us know in the comments below. Uh and he said on the current injury situation, he said, look, probably there are some motives. There are different situations with both of them, uh, in terms of uh Alan Franco and Santiago Sosa. Uh it's true that the way I work, this thing could happen and I'm responsible. But these things take time and understand the way we work. The situation with these two players was totally different. Let me repeat that I am the only one responsible. I'm not telling you this to take the responsibility from our players. Let me tell you this because I know that I'm responsible, I'm the responsible one for this." So, yeah, uh, you know, he's taking responsibility, but it is, uh, hopefully he does start to rotate, you know, the starters that he does like to uh, put in there in the 11 more in the future because, yeah, I think, you know, with the depleted roster, I think you're gonna have to see that a little bit more. but. Let's wrap this baby up, and we will have uh, we'll have Nashville SC at Nissan Stadium on Thursday. A weird midweek match on a Thursday. But it will be at 8:30, and so uh, we will have that preview later on in the show. But getting into the news, yes, Brad Guzan, George Bello, and Miles Robinson, of course, have been called up to the Gold Cup roster. And yeah, congrats, but also, oh boy, yeah, that's three starters that uh, essentially are going to be away for a chunk of time, and that is troubling, especially with Brad Kuzan possibly not uh, really penned to be a starter, probably the third goalkeeper on that roster. Uh, Also, George Bellow could be a starter, we'll find out, but Miles Robinson is pretty much bang on to be a starter for Greg Berhalter. And so we shall see how they do. Hopefully uh, they all stay healthy. But moving on from that, Ezekiel Barco, like I said earlier, makes the Argentina U23s for the Olympics in Tokyo. And uh, yeah, that means he will be away soon as well. Uh, Pretty much he's already left early this week, but that's at least four players there that we will be without in July. And of course, those other players are not uh, available due to international duty, but it is, uh, you know, for these players, it's cool. Uh, they're definitely, yeah, that's four starters, essentially. So this just came in, breaking news. LA United has acquired midfielder Amara Sadich from CF Montreal in exchange for $100,000 in GAM and has a potential to rise to $150,000 in GAM if performance incentives are met. And that trade is effective as of July 7th, once the secondary transfer window opens. Technical Director Carlos Bocanegra said, We're really pleased to add Amar to our roster and look forward to him joining the club immediately. He's a smart, responsible midfielder who has recently started to come on for Montreal. In three seasons, the 24-year-old midfielder has appeared in 22 matches with 12 starts. During the 2021 MLS regular season, he's made seven appearances and four starts, including Montreal's last two matches. Welcome. But yes, the central midfielder, he likes to dribble, likes to take long shots, intercepts well, but passing isn't super strong. He seems to be a depth piece and is pretty much warm body for us in midfield as we are direly short in that department. But uh, that wraps it up for the news. Very short one this week, but let's get into the match preview. It's Nashville SC Thursday, 830 Nissan Stadium. And yeah, uh, we played them recently, obviously, But uh, we'll reiterate that, uh, yeah, they had a good season last season, made the playoffs in their inaugural uh, one. And, of course, uh, you know, they've played us tough uh, a little bit, but, uh, you know, finishing seventh place in the Eastern Conference, not too shabby. Uh, They, of course, were eliminated by the eventual champions in Columbus Crew, 2-0 in the conference semifinals. But, uh, yeah, key acquisitions from last year, Rodrigo Pinero, uh, youth international winger uh, from Danubio, and then also CJ Sapong, well-traveled MLS veteran Ford, and then key losses, Derek Jones, and also David Akam. But their strength, yeah, they're a very stout defensive team that are very stingy, and, uh, yeah, one of those teams that will put a lot of, you know, zeros on the board. But, uh, you know, one of their weaknesses for sure is finishing and definitely, uh, you know, the questions in attack. But, you know, they are, I think, doing a lot better than uh, we thought maybe they would uh, at the beginning of the season. But into the series matchup, uh, there's basically been four games so far between us and them. And we have two wins to their one win. And then there's one draw in between all of that. And we have eight goals. So they have seven goals. Of course, uh, we played them on May 29th. And we drew 2 2 to them. And uh, what was a pretty decent match. But also, of course, that's right before the international break. We give up those two goals uh, at the death, pretty much. And so, quite. Uh, quite a, a thing, and uh, apologies for uh, the sirens here that you're going to about to hear, but uh, basically, <laughs> the current form for us is pretty dire. We have four draws and two losses in our last six, and they have three wins and two draws with one loss in their last six, so they're definitely doing a lot better than we are uh, and their last match, they beat the Philly Union 1-0. And so they, uh, that's a very good result against a very, very good team. So uh, they're that team that, uh, like we said, also comes back from losing positions really well. I mean, case in point, that uh, match at the Benz, that uh, they came back against us two goals. So, you know, it's something that uh, even if we get a lead, we're going to need to watch out for. Um, but you know, they're that classic type of, um, kind of set piece team and good aerially and definitely one of those teams that's, like I said, just, uh, very stout defensively. And, uh, you know, we're going to have our hands full to be able to, uh, create something I think in this match, but, uh, let's get into some of the players to watch, uh, Walker Zimmerman, if uh, he's available, of course. Is their star defender Hani Mukhtar, their midfielder, their creative force? Uh, yeah, definitely is a guy that uh, you know we rue having to see for sure. And of course, their holding midfielder Dax McCarty, MLS veteran, who has yeah been a rock in their midfield for sure. Let's get into the injuries and availability. So, out for them is Dominic Baji. Uh, out with a right ankle injury, and Yonder Cadiz out on international duty. And for us, it's a long-ass list. And Brad Guzan, Miles Robinson, George Bello, Ezekiel Barco, Mateus Hissetu, Emerson Heinemann, Franco Ibarra, Jurgen Dom, and then uh, are all out. And Joseph Martinez, due to fitness, is questionable. Uh, He was... uh, Still in uh, individual training, according to the press, uh, according to the pressers. But also, Alan, Alan Franco is still recovering, and Santiago Sosa is doing much better. So we'll see if he plays a part against Nashville. But uh, Gabriel Hensei did say that he's never experienced anything in his playing or coaching career that compares to the number of Atlanta United players who are expected to be absent, either through injuries or international duty. And for for the next three, uh, few weeks. And so, very brutal. Just absolutely, uh, we are depleted beyond belief. But, getting into our predicted starting 11. So, uh, in goal, of course, Guz is not available. So, Alec Can, who did play with the twos this past weekend, will probably be the man between the sticks. And it would be great to see uh, our former starting goalkeeper get some minutes again, and hopefully he can... Well, uh, I think through that back line, I think it's going to be Lennon. I think it's going to be walks on that left center back side, but I think it's going to be yeah, George Campbell, probably more of the, uh, or at least I would like to see George Campbell uh, in lieu of uh, Miles Robinson being on international duty. Uh, there is Alex DeJohn available, but I think right now, blood the young uh, young players and you know see what he can do here and. Uh, I think at left back, of course, it's going to be Mikey Ambrose who will start in George Bellows' steed. Uh, into this midfield, I think Mo Adams, of course, is going to be that holding midfielder again. Uh, I don't know if Sosa is fully ready, but I think you give him one more game uh, kind of on the bench. Uh, and he can maybe come on later if he is uh, fit to have a run out. But uh, I think, yes, Tyler Wolf will again get... Uh, another run out in central midfield and uh you know hopefully there will be a better connection as yeah there's some pretty much uh passing maps that are pretty dire in terms of uh pretty much Mo Adams is on an island and there is no midfield help there are no passing networks that uh look anything like a semblance of anything uh productive uh and I think Marcelino Moreto will be in that middle maybe that 10 role that's uh Maybe Ezekiel Barco was in for the last match. Now, onto the Fords. I think uh, Eric Lopez probably will get the start on the left if Moreno does get a start in the middle. I think Machop Chol deserves maybe some time uh, to see what he can do, I think. Uh, you know, I could also see Jake Mulraney probably getting the start as well as he's the more, uh, you know, veteran guy. He's gotten more starts in playing time. But I would like to see Machop Chol uh, here. And then up top, it's probably going to be Kubo, but I would like to see uh, Jackson Conway get a start and see, you know, what troll and Conway can do together as when both came on, they looked pretty decent and, you know, pretty hungry and trying to create some chances. But, uh, yeah, what do you guys think? Leave us your starting 11 in the comments below. But, uh, yeah, getting into what I'd like to see this team do, I would pretty much like to see them create some more chances uh, and yeah, hopefully, by some miracle score from the run of play in this game, but we'll see. uh, You know, try to limit the mistakes and keep our heads up if we do concede because, yeah, we can't have another repeat of Chicago, Um, but yeah, we'll see what's going to happen here, but uh, guys, uh, yeah, that pretty much does it for this match preview except for the score prediction. And I think, whew, I think it's another loss. I don't think it's as maybe embarrassing of a loss against the Chicago Fire. Uh, I think it's gonna be a one nil loss to Nashville. Let us know what you think in the comments below. Uh, but yeah, that does it for the match preview and pretty much the entire show except for the question of the day. And the question of the day is what positions would you like to see the team reinforce this summer in the transfer window? Let us know in the comments below. That's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening.